Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Today is Monday, the day after the Super Bowl, but we're recording this on Sunday, so we have no idea if Taylor Swift won the Usher concert or not. Yeah, we don't know yet, Um, but I am very excited about the Usher concert. Um, I feel like this is for millennials, and it's funny because a friend of mine on Instagram who has kids, I think high school age kids, said that the Super Bowl halftime this year was for old people. Yeah. Like us. I understand. Well, there's two ties for us with Usher, right? So it's the millennial. For me, it's like the millennial. Gen, like I got my first Usher CD when I was in elementary school. Right. Um, and just thought he was like the coolest thing ever. And um, he's from Atlanta. He's from Chattanooga. But his mom moved him to Atlanta to pursue music. Yeah, so he, um, there's even, he released a new album yesterday. When he was, when he was like 12 or 15. 13. Like when he was 13. Okay, yeah. yeah. Um, so he was a kid and um, he re- he released an album over the weekend, um, which is great timing to release an album, by the way. And one of the songs is... Huh, what a coincidence. Yeah. To, to schedule so your album release for the same weekend that you're performing at the Super Bowl. Um, which could go either way, right? Like if he crushes it, which I'm assuming he will because... Usher's an entertainer. He's not just a singer. He's like... Here's know. my prediction. Here's... This is my prediction. But about. the end of that thought is, it's risky because if you flop and everyone's talking smack about you, then maybe your album tanks too. Has there ever been somebody who universally flopped the Super Bowl halftime show? The answer is no. Because here's my... I'm making this prediction. I'm saying this is... This will be fact by the Everybody time you're Everybody likes to, to this. talk crap about whoever the Super Bowl halftime performer is. And you will either... It's no win. It's very... Very rarely is it neutral. Yeah. You either love it, and it was fantastic, and the greatest halftime show in the history of halftime shows. Or you're running Terrible. your mouth on the internet being a keyboard warrior about it. Right. Why do they even usher? Who is he? What? Why is it? He hasn't know? been around in 10 years. Right. Whatever people are going to say. Um, his new album cover, though, is him shirtless. It's his back with a peach. So I feel like he loves us still. Atlanta. It's oh, like, hey, Atlanta, Atlanta. Ty. I love you. Yeah. Do you think, because again, we have zero idea while we're recording this, do you think he'll have any guests on stage with him yeah didn't he say that little john's performing with him or was that like an internet meme i I thought he said that Ludacris and little john were performing with him it would make sense for i mean that's the biggest song of his career right yeah um is it yeah little john and yeah luda yeah yeah when are you gonna acknowledge my joke yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the biggest song of his <laughs> career. Yeah. 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 <laughs> what about Bieber? You think he's going to have Bieber come out? No. You don't? No, I feel like he and Bieber, they don't really like associate anymore, right? I don't know. Yeah. No, I don't think so. Anyways, it, it should be good. I hope it's really good. Uh, okay. I, I, I would like to, the potential was high that I... May have gotten, I could have gotten pepper sprayed 48 hours ago. And I think the woman who pepper sprayed me, if she did, had it, had it gone in that direction, would have been justified. Probably, did she release pepper spray? No, no, no. Oh. But she could have. She could have. Were you it, a parking lot creep? Yep. 
Oh, Jeff. Well, not, a parking, talk- not a parking lot creep. She was like 70 years old. A parking mm-hmm. lot jerk. A parking lot, in her eyes, a thug. Okay. Right? I pulled in to a parking spot and saw this woman closing her trunk Mm -hmm. and walking toward the store with a grocery cart. Mm -hmm. And she said, and I said to her, hey, I can take that cart from you. And she said, no, it's okay. And I said, seriously, no big deal. Give me the cart. And she reluctant i noticed the reluctance when she handed it to me mm-hmm. i chalked it up to her just being older mm-hmm. and me not being an employee of the store the kroger that i would parking lot that i was in mm-hmm. yeah no no blue apron nothing right. i was just a person who was so i don't i it's a it's a weird world so mm-hmm. i thought oh man that was probably i probably shouldn't have done that mm-hmm. because she was i made her nervous yeah you know um she wasn't done shopping. She was actually going into the store. You're a jerk. <laughs> and I walked out and I insisted. And so she gave me the car with reluctance. And I said, thanks. Have a good day. And then kept walking. And when I turned to go into the store so I could see, you know, I'm not going to turn around and look behind me. Did like, you sit, catch up to her and be like, oh, my gosh, I'm so sorry. I thought no, you were finished. that would have been worse. No, I think it would have been better because then you could have laughed about it. And then you could have been buddies. Mm, I think she was clearly nervous. Yeah. So I walked. So, so I passed her, you know, twice in the store and then in one aisle started to turn down it. Yeah. You should have said something. Saw her. I was like, yeah, I got to avoid. You should have said something. We had a very adult weekend. Um, not meaning that we got adult time because we, <laughs> we definitely did not, but meaning that we did something that makes me feel very old, which is shopping for insurance plans. We've been on um, the Cobra thing that w- when Callie left her job, it's the it's the government mandated buy-in. You should you'd have to legally, if you let somebody go or if they they quit or leave a job. As an employer, you have to legally allow them to buy the same healthcare coverage they've been getting at your cost. Right. And so we did that because we were that all of Callie's fertility stuff was covered. We were in the middle of that and we thought it best just to stay that course. Yeah. But it's ridiculously she had great insurance, but it was ridiculous. Insanely expensive. The best insurance comes at a high price. Very high price. So we were paying a, a lot of money. So now that Olivia is here and she is healthy and, you know, the fertility stuff is is in our past, we can now shop for more affordable insurance health coverage and i dare say without the healthcare coverage we might have been financially thriving that's how it's expect- i mean it's taking over our life so we're shopping we've been to the market as they say um and i just find i mean jeff was asking me questions about it all weekend i'm looking up things it is so unbelievably complicated and i don't understand why like i don't understand why insurance car insurance is complicated less complicated But I don't understand why this is complicated. It's just, it's like they throw in words that make you automatically confused. Part of that is... Like insurance premium. How about you just call it your monthly fee? 
Right. Why do you need to make your it subscri- fancy? Your subscription cost. Your subscription cost. Yeah. Why, why do we need to make this difficult? And like, or you're deductible. Why don't you just say how much you have to pay? I would pay more for an insurance company that was in plain English. Yes. Right? So they just said to, to insure your family, it costs 1500 bucks a month. Plus you got to pay the first five grand or yeah. that's your deductible 5,000 bucks. After that, we'll cover 80% of everything. Yeah. If somebody did that, I would pay a little bit more for that than I would the, okay, we'll cover 80% of the first thousand dollars of prescription medicines after the first 70% of mental health coverage is covered after the first 10% of all pediatric dental visits is what you can't even it's, it's the adult equivalent of the math problem that you used to get in school where it said, Johnny has a rowboat that holds 300 pounds. Johnny weighs 140 pounds and has 60 coconuts that are three pounds each. What is the fewest number of trips it will take him to get the coconuts from the island to the beach? And you're just like, I don't know. Why are we doing this? Go go to Publix. They have coconut there. (laughs) Stop crossing the river. Yeah, it's dangerous. Sell the coconuts, buy a bigger boat. I, I mean, I not to be all tinfoil hatty, but to put my tinfoil hat on, I feel like they do it purposely to confuse us. Totally. So we get the short end of the stick, so to speak, because they don't want us to take full advantage and know everything because then it wouldn't be, you know, with insurance, the house always wins, I feel like. Well, and also I think that the medical world is set up to make it as simple and profitable. I mean, I think, I guess everything is, but- We've had a couple of examples where the most recent is Callie got a bill for 600 or 900 bucks or something for something related to the Olivia's birth. Mm-hmm. And on there, it said there was no reference to insurance. So she calls the number, sends an email and says, hey, we have insurance. Run it through it's my insurance. Run it through the insurance. Three days later, she gets a bill for $9. Nine. It goes goes from $600. (laughs) It's a $591 savings. Uh But our insurance is on every other piece of paperwork, right? So it's not difficult for them to find it. Right. They didn't. And so I just, I think that, I think it's just set up to, because there are people in the world who would get that bill not even question it because the and person sending the bill is always right. And then might even, when, when I had um, the very first heart issue that I had a million years ago before we knew that I had SVT, I got a bill for $26,000. And I called them. They're like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. You went to an out-of-network cardiologist or whatever they said. Yeah, an out-of-network emergency room. You're yeah. like, um, it it's was a, my heart. It's an emergency. I live I, next to a hospital. I went to the closest emergency room. Thank you for your input. And they said, oh, let me code that differently. And my bill went from $26,000 down to $1,600. Yeah. Like, like that. But they're banking. On you not calling them out. On you not calling. And I also think they're banking on a lot of people who just get a bill. Because it also said, you could make monthly payments of $325. There's a lot of people who would have just wrote their first $325 check and then put that in their budget. We are in our not believing hospital well insurance uh bills 
era. That's what era we're in. We're in the calling question era. Yeah. That's what we're in, which you should do. And that's something I found out as I get older. And I was thinking about, you know, insurance and how complicated it is. It's one of those things that we never really learn about as kids because we don't really have to. But somebody messaged me the other day and said their middle school son gets to take a practical real life elective every semester at school, which I think is like home ec, like used to be home ec. Now it's like, you know, I don't know. I can't remember the example that she told me about. Um, But I would take if you could take a practical application class now, if you could recommend or tell our kids or take one, what classes would you take? Like what classes do you wish they had taught you in school? Uh, Taxes. Yes, that's on my list too. But not just how to do your taxes, but how to navigate taxes the way rich people do. You know? What do you mean? Well, there's just so many things that you can... If you you, can do with your money to make it... Especially in this world of freelancers and stuff. Yeah. um, That you never... Learn. Like if you're a painter, you get to write off the, you know, your expenses related to that business. Right. Which affects your income. So actually, you know what? I don't even want it to be about taxes. I want it to be uh, a course on how to compute your real income. Right. I think I've told this story before, but I had a friend who worked in radio. She lived X number of miles from the radio station. She was a fairly successful account executive. She sold ads Mm -hmm. on the radio. But when she had her kids and she had to start looking at the childcare, it became more cost effective for her to get a job managing either a Pizza Hut or Papa John's Mm -hmm. five minutes from her house, right? Mm -hmm. Than it did to travel 20 miles to the radio station, round trip, have to go meet with clients, use her own gas, all that, mm-hmm. you, you know. she Her salary was probably half, but what she was saving on childcare, vehicle, time, yeah. all of that. So that, I, I would love a course on the real value of a dollar. Right. Right? Does that make yeah, sense? Yeah, totally. I would do taxes. I would do insurance and I would do home buying. Well, two things that you're dealing with, we're dealing with right now. So that's why those are top of mind. When I was in school, the practical application that we took that is already updated, uh, we learned how to write checks and yep. balance a checkbook. Did ba- you do that? Balance a checkbook. Well, that was home ec. We learned how to balance a checkbook. Oh, you did home ec? Yeah. We, um, did you learn how to bake cakes? I learned how to sew. Did you? Yeah. I don't think I could. Could you I, sew now? I could do a basic, if I had to do an emergency stitch something up or put a button back on a shirt I could. I don't think it would be pretty, but I could do it. Like, I know how to thread a needle and stuff. (laughs) What else did you learn how to do? Cooking, like cooking basics. I think, and I I think that these courses- I don't think they do home ec anymore. No. But I know my mom took it. Like, it was a super big class I know in like the 70s and apparently 80s. I, um, I I also think that classes should be- staggered throughout your life like the insurance stuff i never really paid that much attention until uh, of insurance to Mm -hmm. insurance until ellie was around yeah you know Uh i'm like oh i've got basic insurance i've got enough insurance that if i 
get hit by a bus, it's only going to cost me five grand and then the right. insurance will pay the rest, mm-hmm. you know? Now you got to think of that. Well, what about this? What if you have to take time off of work and all of that stuff? Right. It's a mess. So that you should be, that, like, that should be the course that they offer, not how to help your wife breathe, you know, through pregnancy. It should be how to find the proper insurance coverage for your new deductible. <laughs> right? Is that what she is now? A deductible? Uh, yeah. No, she's dependent. Not a dependent. Dependent. See? Oh my goodness. Don't we don't know. know. Help us. Help us. Help us. I will tell you that the, um, one thing that about uh, school courses and class and whatever, I made a joke online. I was up in the middle of the night feeding Olivia mm-hmm. a week or so ago. And I started thinking about a rhombus. Yeah. Do you know what a rhombus is? It's like where it's shorter on top, longer on bottom, like two parallel lines, and then diagonal angles connecting them. Right? Don't I don't think so. I think this is a rhombus. Look, I'm going to no, draw it. I think that's Short a pa- line. I think that's a parallelogram. I thought it was a. I thought it was a rhombus. Ellie probably knows. <laughs> no kidding. Ellie was telling us what a hexagon was like a year ago. By the way, if you want to join in on the conversation, whether you want to talk about a class that you wish you had had, a class that you had had, or a class that your kids are taking now that you're like blown away by, 800-434-6464 is our voicemail number. Call and leave a voicemail. Be a part of the show. We're going to insert, uh, start including your voicemails um, in the context of the show, hopefully this week, if you give us a call. A rhombus is is basically a square that doesn't have to have right angles. Oh, so it's like... It's a diamond. That's a rhombus. Let me see. Yeah, that's a rhombus. It's two pairs It's of a leaning pair. tower of a square. Yeah, he has. My point is that we learned that and... When have you, wh- why? Why, right? My math teacher, uh, one of my former math tutors listens to our show. She's going to message me and be like, Callie, stop dissing math. Well, I'm not dissing math with this. I'm just saying that I made a joke on the internet and said, hey, you know, something about a rhombus. Mm-hmm. Like, so glad I learned that. It's really, you know, whatever. And uh, I just shared that funny thing. A bizarre number of educators in my opinion, mm-hmm. reached out almost angry. And I'm not putting you down for teaching it. I'm just saying it's amusing that I've never once referenced a rhombus since learning about a rhombus. But people say, you know, oh, so you don't want to learn, you don't want to learn about symmetry and spatial awareness and area calculations and how they differ depending on what and I and I like the mad. Mm. That I had dissed the rhombus. Is there a profession where you would use a rhombus? Like, do engineers use that? I I would like to assert here that some of these people who message me would endeavor that we use rhombus, rhombi, rhombos, (laughs) whatever it's called. Rhombi. Whatever they're called. Yeah. In every aspect of our life, we just don't realize it because... We were taught the rhombus, but really what we were taught was logic or philosophy or, you know, a ro- learning the rhombus is what is allows me to spin Ellie around, you know, yeah. on the playground without smacking her into the iron pole of the swing set. Right. 
that's what that's what I think they would probably argue. Interesting. Um, okay, speaking of adult things, and how do you like this transition here? Uh, I was also doing some accounting stuff this weekend and going through and like labeling different things for our bookkeeper, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I finished it and then I'm like, Callie, you are such an idiot. You know what could have cut your time down on that? Um, of a virtual assistant. Like that's one of those things in your personal life that you can give somebody else to do. And it's just one of those things, if it doesn't need your hand on it, you can pass it off to someone else. Right when the upside was starting, before there was even a 1022, and we didn't even know what we were doing, and from day one we were playing catch-up, we partnered with Vava Virtual and had a virtual assistant helping us navigate the details, crossing the T's and dotting the I's. And it was so helpful. It never occurred to us until Callie was just talking to the women of Vava Virtual a few weeks ago to bring a personal assistant into our personal lives as well. Yes. And how much sense it makes for the things that have to get done but take a disproportionate amount of time. There was – I was making um, like Olivia's bu- – Like bookkeeping. Like bookkeeping. Or like I was doing um, Olivia's birth announcements and I have how I do our Christmas card like holiday list or whatever. Like I have an Excel sheet of stuff. Well, when you enter them in for depending on what company you use for, you know, like ordering cards or whatever, they all have like a different format you have to enter them in. And I spent like probably 90 minutes to two hours reformatting an Excel spreadsheet so that it would be correct for me to upload into this website. And I like, you know, that's one of those things. I'm like, I should have just hired the virtual assistant to help with that. Like, it sounds like a fancy thing, but it's actually pretty affordable and you can hire them on like a project basis. So whether it's for your work or your personal life, um, highly recommend go to vavavirtual.com slash upside. That's V-A-V-A virtual.com slash upside. They're going to give you, first of all, a free consult, and then you're an hour for free. So an hour's worth of work for free when you join with them. That's vavavirtual.com slash upside. Fabric by Gerber Life was designed by parents for parents to help you get a high-quality, surprisingly affordable term life insurance policy in less than 10 minutes. We were just talking about this on the show. Insurance is confusing. So wherever you can make it simpler or easier, that's going to be welcome by me. And with Fabric by Gerber Life, you could go from start to covered in less than 10 minutes on life insurance with no health exam required. There's no risk to apply. They have a 30-day money-back guarantee. You can cancel at any time. And they've got over 1,800 five-star reviews. They're rated as excellent on Trustpilot. There's no reason for you not to check out, along with thousands of other parents, Fabric to protect your family. You can apply today in just a few minutes at meetfabric.com slash upside. That's meetfabric.com slash upside, M-E-E-T, fabric.com slash upside. Policies are issued by Western Southern Life Assurance Company, not available in certain states. Prices are subject to underwriting and health questions. Callie's parents have a group of friends that they call the Supper Club. And is it four or five? I think it's four couples. Counting your parents, right? Yeah, I think it's four. So, and they rotate preparing dinner for each other about once a month. So every year, each person is going to be responsible for two or three meals for this whole group. 
Well, and you're responsible for like, you know, the entree and the veggie. And then you tell everybody else what you're making and they make dessert appetizers. Like everybody kind of chips in, but one couple hosts it. Right. And Callie's parents are hosting it in a couple weeks and they wanted to serve pork chops with scalloped potatoes and invited us over this past weekend to sample the pork chops that they were, it was a trial run. Not only was it a trial run, but they divided it into, this wasn't just a trial run of one kind of pork chop. Yeah, it wasn't, hey, here's a recipe I found online. Let's make sure it's edible. Four different things. Because right. there was one, there were two glazes and within each glaze, they sous vide and then grilled and then just grilled. So there were four options and they were trying to figure out which four was going to be good enough to serve And by the way, they've known these separate club people for 30, 40 years. Right. And (laughs) these are not new friends we need to impress. I felt bad all day yesterday because by the end of the meal, your parents had just pivoted to red meat. They said, you know what? We have made them steaks before. We've made tenderloin. We've made filet. We've made They're expecting excellence. They're expecting excellence. We've made... All the these different you know red meat options, and they've all been hits. We got to go back to red meat, and I feel a little guilty because we didn't hype them up enough. No, it's not that we didn't hype them up; it's that they completely ignored us and blew us off. That's exactly what happened. So they said, "Do you want to be our guinea pigs?" Which honestly, they didn't care if they were guinea pigs; they wanted to see their grandchildren. Let's just call a spade a spade. Any yeah. excuse that they can use to see their grandkids, they're going to use it. So they're like, "Do you guys want to be our supper club guinea pigs?" And if you notice, we really liked the pork chops. Jeff and I liked the pork chops. We said that we ate the potatoes. We liked the pork chops. And between the two of them, ignoring what we're saying and how much yeah. we like liked it they've decided to cancel the whole meal and start with and do something that they know so they scrapped the whole thing i felt guilty because i, I no, did, we did our job i don't think we hyped them up enough there is no amount of hype that would have gotten in between my parents sitting at opposite ends of the dining table talking about how they don't think their meal is good enough like <laughs> it's like we weren't even there now i did make this observation you know if you if you're known for one thing mcdonald's is known for burgers. Jeff Dollar is known for pizza. I'm known for, for pizza. Well, I, 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 Your homemade pizza. Well, steak. And steak, yeah. And then also the chicken pasta with lemon. Yeah. But I was saying to anyone but me. But like, you know, people know that you make a killer pizza. Okay. But I let's use something even more generic. If you pull up to the drive, the speaker at McDonald's and say, hey, I would like a cheeseburger, mm-hmm. right? Because that's what they're known for. And some fries. And they hit you with, sorry, all we've got are hot dogs and potato chips. That This is the point that I made. It could be the best hot dog you've ever had and the crunchiest, saltiest, most perfect chip you've ever put in your mouth. Mm-hmm. But if your expectation when you pulled up was a Big Mac or a cheeseburger with those perfectly cooked, is there anything better on the planet than a perfectly cooked McDonald's fry? No. Right? If that's what you have in your head you're going to be disappointed. So that's kind of my saving grace when I was... So you said to them, yeah, you're right, they will be disappointed because your steaks are so good, that's what they come wanting. I know, and that's where I feel like I failed oh, them. Oh, yeah, okay. I you feel like I did. failed them by by using that McDonald's analogy and saying, if you have a reputation for steaks and all of a sudden you're mm-hmm. hot dogs, all of a sudden you're pork tenderloin, mm-hmm. that's the equivalent of the Big yeah. Mac hot dog, 
I think you're kind of stuck. And, and I wish I hadn't have said that because the pork chops were so good. Good morning, Callie and Jess. I just wanted to let Callie know that according to psychology, middle age is from 35 to 55. So Callie's been middle-aged for a hot minute. Have a great day. Bye. Hey, I was just listening to the beginning of today's thing, and um, maybe it is allergies. I live in Florida. We already have pollen. Yes, my white car is yellow. I am seizing. It's miserable. Um, of course, this is Florida, so it happens here first. But anyway, 